This is the one minute how-to. Item 266, how to understand your camera's histogram. Hello everyone, this is George, your host. On this show, we've got John Arnold and he's going to explain to us how to understand your camera's histogram. John, can you first tell us a little something about yourself? Hey there, George, thanks for having me on the show. Sure, I'm a photographer, I live in the UK, I'm in the northwest of England. And I've been doing a show all about photography and digital post-processing for a while. So I hope I understand these things well enough to describe them in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll have a problem there. Before you start, can you explain what a histogram is? Modern cameras have quite often got a histogram feature. And it's like a graph that you'll see on the back of your camera, often when you're reviewing a picture or sometimes when you're taking a picture. And if you've got a button that can cycle through the overlay that you see on the back of your camera while you're taking a picture, sometimes it's called the display button. If you press that, you can sometimes see the histogram on the back there. It's showing you the bright and dark parts of your image. So if you imagine when you look at the world, you can see it in black and white. Some of what you see will be bright and some of it will be dark. Typically, the skies would be light and the shadow areas would be dark. Well, the histogram is showing you how much of the picture that you're going to take is bright and how much of it is dark. So the left-hand end of the histogram is showing you the darkest tones, and the right-hand end is showing you the lightest tones, with all the tones in between going brighter as you go from left to right. Okay, if you're ready, then you've got 60 seconds. So the real question is, how do you use it? Well, the histogram can help you see scenes where your picture is going to be over or underexposed. So if you're shooting facing into the sun, often there'll be very bright parts and comparatively dark parts, and often your camera won't cope very well with those differences, where it's very strong differences in light. So if you find that the bright parts of your image are getting overexposed, then the way the histogram would show that would be that the graph will be all bunched up at one end, typically the right-hand end if it's overexposed. A well-exposed picture should have the peaks or the tallest points of the graph somewhere between the left and right ends, not all bunched up at one end. So that's what you should be looking for on your graph. You should be looking for it not to be all bunched up at one end of the graph. And if you find that it is, the best thing you can do is to move around so that the light is much more even and then take the picture again. And I guess there are some cameras that can do exposure compensation. So if you're thinking, you know, I absolutely have to stand right here, but the histogram's all bunched up over the right, then you can probably take the exposure compensation and adjust for it so that it will expose it a little bit better. That's right, yeah. If, I mean, a lot of these cameras have got an exposure compensation mode, and you can usually knock it up or down in either one-third or half-dot, which a stop is just like a level of light. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain without going into the detail of that. Maybe we'll have another <laughs> one-minute how-to on that sometime. But what the exposure compensation can't do for you is it can't push the ends closer together. So if you've got a scene where there are very bright parts and very dark parts, your exposure compensation can only help you so much. So you may need to push things down on the histogram, and that will mean that certain parts go darker than you would like. And if that's people's faces, for example, that might not be what you want. So it's a useful tool to have the exposure compensation, great for landscapes or silhouettes or something like that, but not so good for people sometimes. Yeah, and if it's on both ends, then we're probably talking about uh, HDR, and boy, that's a whole oh, yeah. different thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole series of what we have That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, John, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I think the big news at my end at the moment is that I just finished a photography workshop where we were talking about exactly these things. So, I mean, on my show, I have a show called Photo Walkthrough, where we talk about these photography tips and composition, and we talk about post-processing, 
I've done three of these now, one under my name and one with my good friend Chris Marquardt, I think you've also had on your show, mm -hmm. um, uh, over in Germany. This one was in the UK. And we got together at a wonderful hotel called Crew Hall that was incredibly picturesque. And we spent three solid days just taking photographs and critiquing each other's work and doing some work with lighting rigs and things like that. It was great fun, and I enjoyed it so much. We're definitely going to do that again. I don't know when exactly, probably towards the end of the year, and I don't know where yet. But anybody wanting to join a, a photography workshop, keep an eye on the photowalkthrough.com website, and there will be something going live on there probably within the next month or so. Sounds like a good idea. And I'll, of course, have a link to that in the oneminutehowto.com show notes. Great, thank you. Okay, John, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. That's fantastic. Thanks a lot.